They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery, bringing you another edition of Unsanctioned. This time, we have the pleasure of bringing on a special guest, the bad boy of Singapore professional wrestling, Velvet Thunder. Thank you for being here, and welcome to the show. Hey, I'm Velvet Thunder. (laughs) Uh, I'm really excited to do this. Uh, One of my co-hosts, Aaron reached out to me about a week ago saying, uh, would you like to interview this uh, professional wrestler from Singapore? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> At the time, yeah, I didn't was... even know there was pro wrestling in Singapore. Yeah, it's pretty new. It's only been on going for about four years now. I only discovered it two years ago as well. So so you only discovered wrestling in Singapore two years ago? Yeah. Now... Well, obviously, I discovered wrestling like ages ago. But... <laughs> okay, so you, you had been watching for a long time. Yeah, I went on and off. Mm-hmm. I stopped watching wrestling during my high school years because, mm-hmm. you know, I was a bit insecure about watching wrestling during my high school years, to be honest. <laughs> because, you know, wrestling has a bad rep and everything. But then as I grew up, I was like, well, who really gives a shit about what other people think? <laughs> I'll watch what I want. So yeah. I started watching it again. Now, I-, I will say you are a professional wrestler right now. You're only 21 years old, which is incredible. Yep. Uh, so your high school years weren't even that long ago. No, I finished high school three years ago. So when I did just you... Finished... Oh, God, I'm sorry. sorry. You can go first. Oh, I was going to say, so you, you said you kind of went away from it a little bit in high school. What? Uh-huh. Uh, when did you decide to jump back into watching it? It was actually right after I graduated high school. When I saw... Okay, I might get a lot of hate for this, but I go back and do wrestling after I saw Roman Reigns. Oh, well, you, like, you've come to the right show, because we like are... That, <laughs> that guy looks sick. I'm going to go watch him on TV right now. So, he, look, he looks bad. So, so yes, Ameri- he, he has a bad rap with American fans, but everyone yes, on our right. show is a fan of Roman Reigns. So you, uh, everyone's ears just lit up when you said that right now. <laughs> He's a good guy, bro. Everyone here hates him as well. I went to a house show a month ago, and dude, he got so many. He got booed out of the building. <laughs> so even <laughs> even there, he's getting booed. Yeah, dude, it's global. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was just an American thing and maybe a UK thing. I didn't know that was all over the place. He's got that Justin Bieber hate going on. <laughs> Who do you think they hate more, Roman or Justin? Roman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So he's got even more heat than Justin Bieber. Yeah, man, he's a heat magnet. Wow. All right. So the the first thing I'm going to ask you um, is the first thing I ask anyone who comes on the show. Obviously, you wouldn't be here right now, and you wouldn't be pursuing a career in wrestling if you didn't love it. So what is it yeah. about wrestling that made you fall in love with it? Okay, I remember watching wrestling when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I was bored as hell with my brother. I was just flipping through the channels, <laughs> and then... One day, I just saw, like, Batista. I think it was Batista wrestling Edge. Mm-hmm. And, like, the second I saw Edge, I just hated him. He was playing <laughs> heel at the time. I just hated him. I think it was mostly because, like, back when I was a kid, I was, like, this fat ass. And then Edge was, like, this tall, blonde guy. And he was with leader, so I got really jealous. It was, like, instinct heat on my part. And then I saw Batista just, like, bashing him, powerbombing him everywhere. So... Batista became my instant favorite, and then 
that's pretty much when I got hooked to wrestling. So, <laughs> so would you say that your hatred for Edge is what made you hooked on wrestling? Yeah, I, yeah, you could say that. You could say that. That's true. Yeah, so I'm gonna like, <laughs> go ahead. It was like these larger, larger than life characters that I thought I could never be. Mm-hmm. So that's why I got hooked into it. And now you're being one. Yeah. So well, I have a similar story with. I'm 38 years old, so. I started watching wrestling in the 80s, and what really hooked me into it was my hatred for the macho man Randy Savage after he uh, injured Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And then I fell in love with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat because I wanted to see him get his revenge on Randy Savage, which he did at WrestleMania 3. So that shows you how important a good heel is to pro wrestling because sometimes you get more invested in hating the bad guy than rooting for the good guy. That is so true. Um, My biggest memory of wrestling when I was a kid was how much I hated Edge. <laughs> I love that. Like that that to me is that's what makes wrestling go is yeah. If you have somebody to hate, then you have uh you have a story to build from and it, it makes you want to tune in to see that guy lose. Um, yep. So, the next question I ask, now obviously you're not from the United States. Um I'm not. But we have a monument carved into a mountain in the country called Mount Rushmore, which has yeah. the faces of four of our greatest presidents carved into it. So whenever somebody, yeah, whenever somebody wants to talk about their four favorite of everything, they call it their Mount Rushmore. So who's your Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling? Okay, I've, I've heard this question before and I thought of it. Okay, can I put Vince McMahon on there? Absolutely. <laughs> Vince McMahon is going to be on there. <laughs> Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. jokes, jokes. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan, because he he I think he was a big part of what made wrestling what it is. Mm-hmm. And then Stone Cold. Okay. I want to put Triple H on there because of like it depends on what happens with NXT. Mm-hmm. He could be on there eventually, but for now I might have to go with The Rock. The Rock, well, they're the four great ones. <laughs> yeah. Maybe now, Shawn Michaels, but nah. So After how, The Rock, it's either going to be Triple H or Shawn Michaels. Okay, so so how much have you gone back and watched older WWE stuff? I'm still watching it, man. There's so much to watch. And the thing is, wrestling is like the oldest stuff I'm not that invested in because mm-hmm. it's designed to be an in-the-moment kind of thing. Yeah. So mostly when I go back to watch old stuff, it's to study it. I don't really watch old stuff for fun. So it's That's more like film study to, to help you yourself develop. Yeah. yeah. Now, obviously, if you're known as the bad boy... Now, I, I watched the uh, the Battle Royal. Um, uh-huh. I believe the first ever Battle Royal in SPW. Yeah. And good. I heard you introduced as the bad boy. Is that what you go by? You're the bad boy of SPW? I'm not just running with that myself. No, that's what they call me. They okay. call me the bad boy of SPW. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to make sure of that first, but so you're clearly a heel then. Uh, you have, yeah, I'm a heel. You have a valet who's a, an attractive woman. Um, so this leads me, I heard you're Mount Rushmore. Obviously, there's a lot you could learn from everyone you mentioned. Um, who kind of has influenced the character that you want to be? The Miz? I was really hoping you were going to say that. <laughs> A lot of good answers today, huh? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 
So what what is it about the Miz that that attracts you to being that type of character? Okay, I feel like I'm a lot like the Miz in real life, like mm-hmm. his on stage character. Cause he's this cocky guy, and I, I people call me cocky. I, I like to think that I'm humble, but <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> not as humble as you think you are. Apparently not, dude. <laughs> There's nothing like wrong with that. <laughs> now, is that on screen and off screen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, like, I like dressing like him too. So I'm you're my suit made. <laughs> Custom suits. Um, yeah. Are you going to be in, in any Hollywood blockbusters anytime soon? Yeah, soon. In a couple <laughs> of years, I'm auditioning for one now. So. Are you really? Yeah. Oh well, well good luck. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, so you mentioned the Miz. Who are yeah. your fa- Who are your favorites right now? It doesn't have to be WWE, but your favorite guys that are currently working in the world of pro wrestling. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, the Miz is on there. Mm-hmm. I really like Seth Rollins because I saw a lot of myself in Seth Rollins too. Mm-hmm. Mostly because we have like we have the same name. Like my last name is Seth. Oh, so really? That's, yeah. <laughs> and we're like the same height, and I feel like if I work out more and more, he is what I could look like. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah. So when he won that world title in WrestleMania, when he cashed in, which was which is how I want to win my world title as well, by the way. <laughs> that's your dream, so cash like, in to yeah, win your first title. It's to, to cash in money in the bank. <laughs> that's my dream. That's awesome. So when I saw that, I was like, well, if he can do it, why can't I do it? Mm-hmm. And then that's when I decided I'm going to pursue pro wrestling. So that's what made you want to get into yeah. it? Yeah. That's the moment that made me want to become a pro wrestler. Wow, that that's incredible because I know, especially over here in the United States, people were very unhappy with the way Raw had been going leading up to WrestleMania. And people were not excited for that yeah. WrestleMania. They weren't happy because everybody thought, oh, Roman's going to win the title and nobody wanted to see it. And then Seth comes out, cashes in, saves the show, everybody goes home happy, and that's the moment you decided, you know what, I want to do this. Yeah, I had, like, really low expectations for the WrestleMania (laughs) as well. I was not excited for it. Not at all. But No, not at all. But the WrestleMania turned out awesome. Well, at least for me, obviously, it turned out really awesome. Yeah, so, and this is even as a guy who you like Roman Reigns, you still weren't that excited for that WrestleMania. No, I wasn't, because the Raws were just so terrible. Mm. I just didn't, I, you know, I fell asleep, I fall asleep watching Raw nowadays, it's just. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely not the only one who takes a nap. Yeah, dude, watch it, watch it before I sleep, Take, get, have a good night rest. So. Oh, I woke up at 6 a.m. today. <laughs> yeah, now, when, when do you actually get to watch Raw over there? You, you're, you're, I'm assuming you're living in Singapore now. Yeah, well, it airs eight, um, 9 a.m. here, so... well, But I have work, so I have to watch it nighttime. Mm-hmm. I get back home, like, at 5 p.m., so I w- usually watch it after gym at, like, 7. Okay, so you're watching it much later in the day than when it's airing. Yeah, airport. much later. Usually is- gets spoiled throughout the day, but whatever. Yeah, see, I'll watch it uh, from about an hour behind so I could just fast-forward through all the commercials and then end right on time. Mm-hmm. You're excited for tonight? I am excited for tonight. I'm curious to see uh, Samoa Joe against yeah. Roman Reigns. I think that could be interesting. I think Braun Strowman's going to get involved. Um, yeah, Braun's, Braun's awesome, man. 
Yeah, he's great. And that's a guy who a lot of people did not like at all when he started. Yeah. And he kind of won everybody over in the last six months. It's because he's shooting with Roman Reigns. Now he's a baby face. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny thing. He's supposed to be the monster heel, and he's he's portrayed <laughs> nah, as a hero dude. on the show now. Yeah. <laughs> Roman Reigns is a murderer. <laughs> he tried he, he came he close. To kill him. He came close last week or two weeks ago. He was not far off from killing. We don't even know if Braun's still alive, to be honest. Yeah, he could be dead. Yeah, they never said. We've never. We haven't right. seen him since he walked away. Yeah, I can be the new Braun. They can replace him with me. <laughs> so, if you got the call, you'd you'd hop on a plane and be and interfere in that match tonight. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'll go over Roman Reigns. I I would love to. See, you know what? A lot of people in that crowd would probably love to see it. Yeah, they would. This is how you get me over. Is to, to have... Even though I've been wrestling for seven months, and I'm like, rookie, this is how you get me over. Which is even funnier, because a lot of the reason people don't like Roman Reigns is because they say, oh, they gave him too much too soon. Yeah. And you come in seven months into the business and beat him, and then people would cheer for you. He's such a good heel, though. He gets so much negative reaction. He gets it more does... than anybody else. Yeah. Even The Miz is starting to get cheered now. You reckon he's like the edge of today? Who, uh, Roman Reigns? Yeah. It's a good comparison because, like you said, you tuned in as a kid. You hated Edge. A lot of people yeah. couldn't stand Edge. He was such a good heel. Roman uh, Roman gets more heat than anybody probably in the last five or ten years, really. Yeah, but the thing is, like, whenever I show wrestling to my casual friends mm-hmm. and they see Roman Reigns, they, Roman Reigns has become the instant favorite just because of the way he looks, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just... Yeah. Well, yeah, he looks like a wrestler. The the hair. Yeah. Um, he, look, he looks cool. So. Yeah, and, and people say he can't wrestle, but he actually can. He's actually good no, in the yeah, ring. It's yeah, like, I don't even know where you get that match. from. Almost every match, every pay-per-view he has a match, it's always good. I can't yeah. remember the last bad match that he had. Yeah, my favorite was the one from WrestleMania. It's because people are so emotional towards him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they have an emotional connection, which is hard in wrestling these days. Yeah, so so would you ever get caught outside wearing a Roman Reigns t-shirt? Potentially, if it wasn't like $100, yeah. <laughs> so the only thing Dude, is the cost. expensive, man. <laughs> yeah, now, the, the last of my normal four questions is, do you have a favorite match or any favorite matches uh, from your time watching wrestling? Um, as a moment, I'm going to go with that WrestleMania match, but... As a wrestler, I really like Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania. I don't remember which one it was, but... I want to say it was 20 or 21. Yeah, it was quite a while back, but that was an amazing match. It was. You saw Shawn Michaels do a lot of the uh, mat wrestling and technical wrestling you expected from Kurt Angle. Shawn Michaels had a headlock for like 10 minutes and the crowd was still going crazy. <laughs> yeah, what, what, that's, that's art. <laughs> yeah, there's not many guys who could do that and still get cheered yeah, for the whole thing. Um, yeah. yeah, Shawn Michaels is my favorite of all time. Kurt Angle is very high on my list. That's an unbelievable match. Um, you, you could learn a lot from watching both of those guys. Um, yeah. But now that we have those four questions out of the way, I kind of want to get a little more into your career and... Uh, Singapore Pro Wrestling, uh, because I'm sure a lot of the people listening maybe weren't even aware that there was a Singapore professional wrestling. So the the first thing, awareness. yeah, uh, I, and I'm glad to, to actually do that. That's something I, 
about a year, a year and a half ago, I really was one of these guys who like the only thing in wrestling was WWE. And oh, yeah. my eyes have been opening to there's so much more out there besides WWE. And yeah, there's a ton of promotions. Oh, so yeah. Many. I try to watch as many of them as I can. I try to go to the live shows when I can. Uh, buy t-shirts for some of the indie wrestlers when I can just to try yeah. to support the industry. So I, it's awesome that we get a chance to um, to bring some exposure uh, to pro wrestling in Singapore. I, I never, If you would have asked me when we started this podcast that I ever think I'd be promoting something from Singapore, I would have said no, but I'm really happy to, to get the chance to do it. Um, hey, man, I'm happy to, be, happy to be on the show. Yeah, so Singapore Pro Wrestling, I, I looked up, it said that uh, it started in 2012, and you said you started two years ago. Um, yeah. How did you find out about Singapore Pro Wrestling? Google, bro. Google. So you were just like, where can I go to learn this? Yeah, I was like, I need to learn professional wrestling. Is, is there a school here? And luckily, there was, and I was surprised about that. Now, did I read correctly? You're from uh, from Myanmar. Yeah, I'm from Myanmar. I was born there. And I don't look it, but <laughs> now, yeah, I, I was when I when I first saw your your picture, that I was curious about that because I was like, you know, you, I wasn't sure, and then I saw that, I was like, okay, that surprised me, but that's not too What'd far. You think I was from? I, so it's interesting because it, it, there was no one like ethnicity or region that jumped out. But I, I thought it would, I don't know, I, I started thinking maybe, like, Bangladesh, but I was like, no, I don't think it's that. That's and, new. I've never gone that one. Yeah, I, I don't know. What, what do you usually get? Indian, India, Arabic. I get those kind of things. Okay. I get the occasional American because of my accent. Yeah, I, I would not have thought that you would have been from, from that region of the world if I heard your yeah. voice first. Yeah, no one thinks I'm from Myanmar. Now, is that common there that people speak uh, such fluent English, or no. are you kind of out of the ordinary? No, it's a pretty uneducated country. The only reason I could speak English is because I moved to Singapore when I was young. My English was terrible when I first moved here. Okay, so you didn't live your whole life there. You moved to Singapore when you were how old? Uh, I moved here when I was 10. Okay, so yeah. Singapore then, obviously this is right in your backyard. Mm-hmm. So you, you go on Google, you say, where can I sign up for this? And when you found it on Google, how long was it before you went there? It was, I think, two months before I went to that school. Mm-hmm. Because I had to save up money because wrestling is expensive. But. It is, and that that's why I, I'm so passionate about supporting pro wrestlers because it's really it – yeah. take one, it takes a lot of passion to pursue that career – and it's definitely not easy to make it. Yeah, it's not. After I started wrestling and I found out just how many wrestlers there are, it's just like, it just makes you realize how hard it is to make it to the WWE or Ring of Honor or TNA or whatever. It's really oh, hard yeah. to make a living out of this. Yeah, there's only so risk. many spots to go around. And like you said, there's so many guys yeah. out there trying to get there. Yeah, like I get messages on Instagram all the time. Mm -hmm. Just followers, they ask me, bro, I want to wrestle. How long should I wait? My mom doesn't let me wrestle. I don't have enough money to, like, just find a way, you know? Like, they don't want to commute an hour to go and train. Like, I would do it. Right. If you want it bad enough, you're going to find a way to do it. So just do it. Don't wait till you're finished with school. Don't wait till you have money. Borrow money from your parents. Just find a way to do it. It's better to start early than late. So you're glad that you got into it as quickly as you did? Yeah, and even I think I got into it pretty late. 
because 19 is kind of like you know mm, i wish i started when i was like 16 or 17 so do you feel that way like you're, you're like i you, you feel like you're behind a little bit because you didn't start till 19 yeah i feel like i'm behind because most of the guys on wwe right now mm -hmm. they started when they were like 15 16 that the, well at least that's their story i don't know if it's true but <laughs> I, I don't it think takes it's really long to get good at this. Yeah, so. I don't think it's super common to start like a guy like Kevin Owens. I'm pretty sure started in his mid-teens, probably Sami Zayn too. But there, like, I'm I'm pretty sure AJ Styles, who's arguably the best in the world right now. I don't think he started till he was like late teens. So I don't I don't think yeah, you're too far I'm off. High school. But you're right. It it does take a long time to kind of perfect the craft. Yeah. Now seven months. You said you're two years in. Um, yeah, debuted seven, months, seven months ago. You debuted in December, correct? Yeah. Okay, that, so that was part of, and actually I want to say this to anyone listening, as I was looking for information on you, I found something you had written on, I told you this off the air, Wrestling yeah. Amino. You wrote, you wrote an introduction to Velvet Thunder. I thought it was incredible. Uh, it, it basically showed exactly who you are and who you want to be before you ever stepped yeah. into a ring in front of people. Um, go, just go to Google. Type in an introduction to Velvet Thunder and do yourself a favor and read it. Um, yeah, that was on December 8th. You debuted two days later on December 10th. Yeah, I did. Uh, what, what, is the, uh, what is the maybe the biggest lesson or the biggest difference from training and then getting out there and performing? Like, Do you learn more from performing on a show than you do in school? It's just I got really nervous when I was performing. Because my first professional wrestling show ever, mm -hmm. so I kind of like I I kind of froze up when I went to the ring. Mm -hmm. Everything I learned in training is almost like I couldn't do it anymore. I rem <laughs> I know I should be doing it, but I just didn't have the balls to do it. Yeah, so you got out there and it was just me. like frozen. Yeah, I was just frozen. I was like, I could do this, but then my heart's like pounding mm -hmm. in my chest, and I'm just like, oh, it'll just be easier if I do it this way, which I regretted later on. And eventually, I did fix that problem. Mm -hmm. I'm still not completely confident when I go out there yet, but I am getting more comfortable. Well, like you learn in you learn in school that you're supposed to have really big motion. You're supposed to have a lot of cell. Mm -hmm. But when I went out there, I was it was just like I was rock. I was moving <laughs> it all. No. So was it? Do you think it was more the people watching you? Do you think it was more just being out there? In the ring for the first time, what what do you think it was that that made you so nervous? Was it was it the crowd or something else? It was the people watching me and the potential of a botch happening. <laughs> so you're I just worried really about messing up. <laughs> yeah, I was just really scared to fuck up, forget a spot or something. Now, did you forget anything? Did you botch at any point in your first match? No, I didn't botch. Oh, well, actually, the whole match was a botch because it was so bad. But... <laughs> Have you ever gone back and watched it? Up. Yeah, I have. It's pretty cringe, man. I was going to say, cringe. is it hard to watch it? It is hard to watch. <laughs> Should have seen my face. <laughs> I, so I was on YouTube looking for videos, and I, I didn't see it. I wonder if yeah, I could find it on the uh, SPW website. It wasn't uploaded. No, <laughs> I was going to say, unless you don't want me to watch it. <laughs> I have it on my phone somewhere. I can send it to you later if you want. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to see it. Maybe maybe I'll be able to, to comfort you because it's probably not quite as bad as you feel like it is. You can give me some feedback. I will. Um, well, one, one thing I noticed, you're you're one of the bigger guys there. 
Yeah, I'm one of the taller bigger guys there. Um, Singapore, they don't have a lot of big guys here. Do you kind of get pushed like that? Like, do they kind of package yeah. you that way when you go out? Like, you're one of the kind of like the big guys there? Yeah. But is that... I, uh, I'd assume I that's probably show, difficult for you because you, like you say, you, you want to have a build similar to Seth Rollins. If you get yeah. billed as like a big guy, it might take you away a little bit from that style. Yeah, it does. The thing is, like, they want me to be a big guy, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like a big guy. Yeah. So it's just really hard to, like, mentally, it's really, yeah, it's just tough on me mentally to act like a big guy when I'm not a big guy, you know? Yeah, but... I don't feel like I'm being myself. <laughs> well, you have like a great persona. Like you, you, you talked at, at the very beginning. Like one of the things that made you really get into wrestling was the larger than life characters. Yeah. You can you can tell that that's influential to you based on you know the as I mentioned your the introduction that you wrote or some of the stuff that you write on Instagram or I saw a promo that you did uh, for SPW. You do carry yourself that way and and you talk in a way that. That sounds like that. So it, it it seems like you've gotten quite a bit of inspiration from WWE, and you know how to present yourself, which I think yeah, is an advantage. Yeah, I don't get into the wrestlers for their ring work. I get into char- wrestlers for their characters. That's what makes me a fan of them. You know, that's why I don't like guys like Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. I like him, but he's not one of my favorites. I wouldn't put him up there. That's why I like guys like The Rock. I like Triple H. Seth Rollins kind of lame at the moment because i don't really know what his character is <laughs> yeah well, he doesn't have one <laughs> yeah he doesn't <laughs> well i say that all the time a guy like apollo cruz who can do everything you want in the ring but he never had a character and it's yeah, hard no to one, care how good he looks no in the ring shit about him yeah yeah so that that's the most important part is to to let people know who you are and make people care about what you do whether it's good or bad like, as That's a heel, you want people so to boo over. you. Huh? That's why Chris Jericho is so over, because he has so much character. Oh, yeah. He's he's one of the best ever. Yeah. He's actually on my Mount Rushmore. Um, oh, he is? Yeah, he's, nice. I just put him on there this year for the first oh, time. Because nice. this past nice. year, he was incredible. Everything he did was yeah, great he was. this year. <laughs> he's um, a legend. Yeah, he definitely is. Um, now, so a lot of people in the United States, if they think of wrestling in Asia... They think of New Japan, and that's probably all they know. Um, and that's very based on ring work and, like, the actual in-ring wrestling. Now, there there is room for characters. Like, the Bullet Club, obviously, is very yeah. big there and things like that. But in Singapore, is that what, – what is their style? Do they allow you to get into the character stuff that you like? Is that what they kind of want it to be? What style of wrestling is Singapore pro wrestling? Yeah, the promoter here is really big in characters. That's what he likes to see. He, he's yeah, he's into characters and he's into big guys. Mm-hmm. He likes bigger guys, and you can see that because all most of the top guys here they are big. Both of the Singapore champions, they're big people. Now, who are the, who are the two champions right now? The champion, his name is Traxxas. Okay, is that the prodigy? Yeah. I think I saw something yeah. written on the website. Yeah, yeah. Zim listed that's as a the prodigy. prodigy. Yeah, that's the prodigy. Okay. And the previous champion was mm-hmm. the statement Andrew Tang. Okay, I don't. Yeah. So I haven't seen him. I, the the other guy that was huge was um, Destroyer Dharma. That guy was monstrous. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah he, the promoter loves him because he's massive, and you know, he I guess he counts as a larger than life character. Yeah. Now, 
what uh, what's like- it like to be in the ring with that guy? Because he he might have been the only guy that was that was bigger than you. Yeah, well, I took a clothesline from him. <laughs> How was that? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Pretty stiff clothesline, I guess. Yeah, dude. Brings back, <laughs> brings back bad memories. Really? <laughs> now, how long ago was that Battle Royal? It was in January. Okay, so you were only... That was your second month. Yeah, that was my second show. Wow, that's crazy. Now, how many shows have you done so far? I've done three. I was supposed to do another one, but then mm-hmm. it got delayed. And now I, I'm moving to the States next month. So oh, I really? Get to do it. Yeah. So Moving to Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. So, were you aware that we that our podcast is in Philadelphia? I found out later on on Twitter. <laughs> okay, well, that's pretty cool. so what what brings you to Philadelphia? I'm going to be studying in Philadelphia, but the thing is, I pick my studies, my university, based on which wrestling school I want to go to. Really? I, <laughs> yeah, and I'm planning to go to the Ring of Honor Dojo. Okay, that's right outside of Philadelphia. Yeah, um, I'm saving up for that. Well, that's so crazy. <laughs> Who would have thought that we were this far away from each other, <laughs> and then yeah, not too not too far from now, you're going to be right, you know, right around the corner. <laughs> we're going to be neighbors. Yeah, we will be. So, are are you still pursuing uh, college then? Yeah, just for a backup. That's I smart. Think it's important to have a backup. Yeah. What uh, What are you studying? I'm studying marketing. Studying and marketing. I can market okay. myself as a as a wrestler. So that's good. So now your major is going to play right into what you want your career to be anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be pursuing acting as well. Okay, my my so... minor is going to be acting, so that's going to help with wrestling too. Now, do you mind me asking what school you're going to be studying at? Uh, it's called Millersville University. Okay, that's also that's not right in Philadelphia, but it's not too far. Um, yeah, I think it's like an hour away. I have to say, I, w- I would imagine... That Millersville does not get too many students from Singapore. No, they don't. I've seen their <laughs> website. I'm, I want to be the only brown person in there. <laughs> you, you might be. Um, but that that's crazy, though, that you're moving that far away. You're still pursuing the career. Are you going to miss Singapore pro wrestling, or are you more so looking yeah. forward to learning in North America? I am going to miss – I am really looking forward to North America because – Wrestling's awesome in the States. Mm-hmm. There are really good schools there. But the thing is, SBW is like, when I first came in, I just thought of it as a practice thing. Mm-hmm. It was just a practice school for me and nothing else. But now it really feels like it's my home because I'm friends with all these guys. You know, they respect me and I respect them. They've yeah. helped me out a lot. So it's, more, it's become more like a home, and that's why I'm going to miss it. Mm-hmm. It's like I have an emotional attachment to SBW now. Because yeah. where I made my debut, <laughs> I'll remember it for the rest of my life. Yeah, like you said, you were on three shows there. You've been working with these guys for a while. Um, you, you know, you kind of learned what you're doing there. So I'm yeah. sure that it's going to be – you're always going to remember that place. But like you said, there's – I guess in North America, it's just such a bigger thing here. So that's another thing I wanted to ask. In Singapore, was it out of the ordinary to watch wrestling? Is wrestling very popular there or not really? Yeah, it's pretty popular. The okay. house show WWE had in Singapore that that was packed. Really? Yeah, it was packed. <laughs> and how often like, do they get around that way? Not often. Not often. Because I know. I don't remember that... when it. The last time they had it here, I, I think I was like ten years old. Oh, so it's been a long time. Yeah. Wow. So I know From that what they, I know. they've started to try to get 
you know, the, the, the WWE Network just started in India. Um, yeah. And they're really trying to make a big push to get in India because it's a huge population center. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Jinder Mahal being the WWE champion? Oh, he's a great man. <laughs> I, I love the way he talks. I just love his accent for some reason. I don't know why. It's just the way he carries himself. I love it. It just shows, like, continuity doesn't really matter in wrestling. <laughs> in WWE, it definitely doesn't. Um, yeah. Well, his accent is different. There's nobody else that sounds like him. He doesn't even sound Indian. No. Uh, it, he's got a very <laughs> different sound. He got a diff- his, he's got a great look. I mean, he left and came back yeah. in unbelievable shape. Yeah. You think they pushed him because of his look? I think that's probably part of it. I think... So, and uh, one of the guys who helps work on the show, his name is uh, Donovan Lloyd. He uh-huh. he mentions all the time that when Seth Rollins won the first NXT championship, he won it in a match against Jinder Mahal. Yeah. So he says a lot of people think he came out of nowhere, but he says clearly they believed in this guy if he was in that high of a position in NXT. So I was like, you know what? That's actually sure. a pretty good point. Um, yeah, that's- but I think his look is a part of it, and I do think... Um, that they're really trying to push the WWE network in India. It gives like a star that they can promote there. Um, I think it's it's kind of both those things, and I'm sure he deserves it too. I know a lot of the other guys have said how hard he worked and how it's much deserved that he got to this point. And I've really, I've really enjoyed the fact that they've let him have this run myself. Yeah, he's entertaining, man. He's great. Now, are you looking forward to the Punjabi prison match next week? I'm looking forward to watching Jinder Mahal. <laughs> so not the not the Punjabi prison, but to see Jinder Mahal go out there. Do you think he yeah, retains uh, the title? Yeah, I think he will. So yeah, I think he will. I would bet on it. All right, so I'll, Battleground I'll is in Philadelphia. Ooh, and actually, go? I will be there. Everybody on the Matt Madness oh. team will will actually be in attendance for that. So I'm oh, really no? looking forward to it. Yeah. Now, when when are you moving to Philadelphia? I'll land to until um wait hold on. I'm flying on the twenty first of August. Okay, so, so we'll land on the twenty sixth. So a little more than a month. Yeah. And you'll be stateside. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna be in Ring of Honor. Yeah, that that's incredible. I I'm really uh I I did not expect you to say that that you're you're coming here. Um so what have you seen in your time there? Have you seen a lot of growth and improvement in Singapore pro wrestling? Are they kind of developing a following in Singapore? It's apparently I came in at a really good time because mm-hmm. I haven't I've only been here for like two years, so I haven't seen any growth mm-hmm. because it's such a short time. Yeah, but apparently when they first started, they only had like fifty, a hundred people, and now they have like five hundred people. They're filling out. You know, they're filling out house shows all the time, every three months. So I guess it has grown, grown from what I've heard, but I haven't seen it because I haven't, I haven't been here long enough. Yeah. So no. I mean, that's good though because we had um, Michael Elgin, formerly of Ring of Honor. Now he's doing a lot of work in New Japan. He has his own promotion huh? called Glory oh. Pro Wrestling in, uh, it's in Illinois, um, outside of St. Louis. But he said that. Uh, they used to get, you know, 100, 150 people, 250 people, and now they're selling out 500-seat buildings. 
So that that is actually a pretty good turnout to be able to get, especially yeah. in such a short amount of time. Um, so I have to know the name Velvet Thunder. Yeah. Where? What was What's the inspiration up? for that name? Uh. The okay. My friends were smoking up. Okay. <laughs> good place to start. <laughs> okay. So I was smoking up, and then they were watching Brooklyn 99, and then this wow. character called Velvet Thunder came on, <laughs> and they were just like, dude, my real name is Akbar, by the way. Okay. So they are like, dude, do you think Velvet Thunder would be a good name for Akbar? And the other guy's like, yeah, man. <laughs> and he immediately called me up, and he's like, you're going to be called Velvet Thunder. And at first, I hated that name. Really? <laughs> I hate, like, who calls himself Velvet Thunder? <laughs> Like, what is what? What's a Velvet Thunder, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I was like, and then, and then I started telling people about that story, and then every time they heard Velvet Thunder, they got it got such a huge reaction. Yeah. Like either they would love it or they would hate it. <laughs> and before you know it, everyone in training would be calling you Velvet Thunder. So, it's memorable. And mm-hmm. I started thinking, I started second guessing myself. Maybe it is a really good name for professional wrestling because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> No. Well, and especially, and then, uh, like, the way you yeah. carry yourself, it, it fits perfectly. Like, you're always talking about, uh, I think I saw a tweet that you had that said, just watching the uh, Battle Royal again because of how good I looked. Yeah, something Velvet Thunder would say. <laughs> how much of Velvet Thunder is you? I am Velvet Thunder, I guess. So, it's... It's yeah. like one. Is it like one part of your personality that you're just like, when I'm Velvet Thunder, I'm this version of me. It's the it's the part of me that just wants to go out and get with girls. <laughs> I mean, that's Velvet Thunder's that. It's a good basis for a character. Um, yeah. It if definitely someone wants to be famous and just get laid. Yeah, and I, I will say when when I watched all those entrances for the Battle Royal, like you you did stand out. So. To me, it like it works, and I think especially coming to the United States, like having that idea of your character, like that puts you. I know you said you feel like you're a little behind sometimes because of the age you started, yeah. but like you said, the, the character is the most important thing. So the fact that you already kind of know that, I think, puts you ahead of most people because a lot of people can can do all the moves and everything, but they don't know who they are and they don't know what they're out there how to connect with the audience. And I think you, you will be able to do that. Um, yeah. Is that your goal? To, like, do you want to be a heel from the start of your career to the end? I find heels more entertaining to watch. And mm-hmm. people do say I'm a heel in real life. <laughs> so I guess I'll see what happens. I'll go out. I watched my previous match. Mm-hmm. That I did like a couple months ago and I was getting cheered. Really? Like I was getting cheered. Yeah, I was. So I guess I'll just have to let the audience decide. Well, they do say that, that all the time. Yeah, they, people say that all the time in wrestling. Like, you kind of have to listen to the crowd and yeah. listen to what they're telling you. So were you surprised you were getting cheered? Yeah, I was. But then again, most heels do get cheered these days. They do, It's very hard are... to be a heel and not get cheered. Yeah. Especially when you're good at it. So I get to me. Did you take that like I must be doing well? No. If they're cheering, no. <laughs> no. So you thought you were failing at being a heel based on the yeah, fact they were cheering I thought, you? Yeah, I thought I had to be better. More <laughs> hate. 
Now, did you get any feedback on that after the match? Like, did people say you did a good job? Did people say you got to work on this? Or did they say, like, hey, you did great out there? Yeah, well, the fans, they all said I had a great match. Mm -hmm. But the promoter said it was shit, and his opinion (laughs) is the only one that matters. Yeah. So that actually just led me to an interesting question. So you just said the fans basically all said your match was great, and they loved it. The promoter said he didn't like it. That sounds Mm kind of similar to the promoter of WWE, Vince McMahon, who oftentimes the fans love something and he doesn't, and he won't give it to the fans. Like, it took how long for Daniel Bryan to win the championship? Or the fans loved CM Punk, and Punk feels he was always held back. Or the fans hate Roman Reigns, and he keeps pushing him forward. Do you think that maybe the promoters need to listen to the fans more, or do you think the promoter knows what they're doing more than the fans know what they want. Vince McMahon must know what he's doing because he made WWE what it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's out of touch. I think he cares. He must care about WWE because he is a billion. That's his company. It's still it's making more money than ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know Vince McMahon personally. I really can't comment on this topic. Unfortunately, yeah, but I don't know enough about the WWE and the insides of you know the promotion too. So then, what I will ask you, and if you feel uncomfortable answering this, obviously you don't have to. But the promoter that you worked for in Singapore, um, yeah, do you feel like he's more concerned with his vision than what the fans seem to be clamoring I for? I think I think he was concerned with the ring work. Okay, I watched the match and. I yeah, my solving was not on point. There were a few botches. I didn't botch, but other people did botch. Mm-hmm. So I think that was why he was hesitant of uploading it. Plus, there was a fan invasion, and after the fan invaded, all the momentum just dropped. The a focus wasn't on us anymore. The fan came into the ring. Yeah, he tried to attack a girl. It was an intergender tag match, and the fan, who was a guy, tried to attack a girl, which is all wow. disturbing. I have to say, I've never seen that happen. I've never seen a fan run in and attack a female. Uh, I would assume you guys were all shocked. Yeah, I didn't know what to do. I was like, should I German suplex him? (laughs) I was going to pull a Triple H. And pummel him? Yeah, just stomp on him. (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's that's definitely one way to go about it. Um, That's crazy that that happened. So what... Obviously, you're very committed to this. You're very dedicated to this. The fact that you chose a university to go to that would allow you to still continue to train. Um, what what are, What is your long-term goal, for one? Like, what end of your career, what is it you want to be – what is it you want to have achieved? Uh, the other thing is, what is it that you think you most need to work on going forward? Hmm. Going forward, ring work-wise, I think I have to work on my selling and my motion because mm-hmm. my movements are very small. I get them a lot. And also, what was the other question? At the end of my career? Oh, yeah. I like, what's, to, what's your long-term goal for your career? Like, what is it that you want to accomplish? I want to become a mainstay for the WWE. So, like, the top echelon of guys. Like... Batista, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. I want to be like one of them. That is my goal. So you, main 
So you want to be you want to be the top of the heap in yeah. the biggest company in the wrestling world. Yeah, which is easier said than done, but <laughs> you know that is my goal. That's it my is, dream. It is, but you'll never get there if you don't want to be uh, there. You know, if you're not willing to put yeah, in the true. work, if that's not where you want to be, you will never get there. So there's nothing wrong with setting the highest goals. Yeah. And as long as you believe that you can achieve them, it seems to me like, like you do, you do believe that you can achieve it. I do believe I can achieve it. And it seems like you, you have a good idea of how you want to get there. Yeah, but the thing is, before I get to the WWE, I want to get, I want to perfect my craft first. Well, yeah, you know, that, so I want to work. Be important. Yeah, I want to be wrestling for the Indies for like eight, nine years, get really mm-hmm. good at it. Because I see people get to WWE all the time, and the recent guys that have gone there are all guys from the indies, and they've been wrestling for 15, 20 years. I think AJ Styles has been wrestling for like 18 years, and they just shoot straight to the top, you know? Yeah. Just go straight for the world title. So it might actually be worth it to spend that much time in the indies to make it to the WWE, because it's going to help you. Yeah. It's not going to well, hurt you. It's going to help you. Well, yeah, when you get there, you have a ton of experience. Yeah. Um, you already have a fan base. Yeah, that's you know what that's true. Like a lot of these guys have a set group of fans that know them already by the time they get there, as opposed to a guy like Elias Sampson who yeah. went to NXT for about a year, didn't really catch on there. Now he's on the main roster and he doesn't really have a following. But like you said, AJ Styles was one of the most popular wrestlers in the world before he ever went to WWE. Look at look at Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. He became world champion from like in the first month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Ridiculous. he wasn't. Yeah, because he had a whole career before he even got yeah. there. So, do, do you do you see yourself doing a lot of traveling around North America, or do you kind of want to focus the first couple years while you're in school on just staying in like the Philadelphia area, maybe the New York area in the Northeast? No, I want to be traveling around the whole of America while I'm in studying in university i'll sacrifice my studies for wrestling because wrestling is my number one priority mm-hmm. but after i finish university i do want to go wrestle in japan mexico i'll be traveling to canada as well hopefully okay. another st- wrestling hotbed area People yeah love it up there um the Basically, last... i want to travel all around the world before i make it to the wwe well, I think that's a good goal. One, you get to experience a lot of different cultures. I'm sure you learn a lot of different things traveling around like that. And like you said, you'll be absolutely prepared for the time when you do get the call to go there if you have put in all that preparation beforehand. Yeah. Um, so the last question I'll ask you before I let you go, it's very early in the morning for you. I'm sure you have a busy day ahead of you. Um, mm. So let's say 10 years from now, you're in the main event of you know WrestleMania 42. Uh-huh. Who, if you could be in the main event with anyone, who would it be? Brock Lesnar. And will you be going over Brock Lesnar? Of course, dude. <laughs> now, what do you have a finisher already? I haven't made. Uh, it's a new one, and I haven't debuted it yet. Okay. The old one was just like a temporary because I was new and mm-hmm. I needed something basic. Yeah. Something easy to do. So. so is it a submission or no? No. It's a, it's a move that targets the back. It's slam. Okay. So you, you will not be tapping out Brock Lesnar. 
no, I will be pinning him. Okay. Shoulder to the mat. He's going to lay down for me. I'm going to make him lay down. Uh, well, Velvet Thunder, I have to tell you, it was a pleasure to talk to you. I had a really fun time. Um, I want to wish you the best of luck with your career. Hopefully we stay in touch and I get to watch mm-hmm. watch where you go from here. Like you said, only 21 years old. you got a long way to go. Um, is there anything you either want to promote, any of your social media or anything, before I do let you go? Yeah, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, Velvet Thunder SBW. Twitter, Velvet Thunder SG. Okay. Good and stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. I, as I started following you over the last couple of days, looking through some of your stuff, you're definitely very funny on there. You're worth the follow. Um, and to everyone, check out Singapore Pro Wrestling. Keep an eye out for Velvet Thunder. He's got a big future ahead of him. Uh, Velvet Thunder, thank you again. I really appreciate you coming on to do this. Thanks for having me on, man. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. And, and you know what? When, when you get here to Philadelphia, when, you, when you're ready, you know, we could have you come in and join us one night. That's cool. I'll be uh, done for that. All right. Well, thank you again. Uh, and pay attention to Velvet Thunder. Uh, for Velvet Thunder, I am Ron Pashery. And we will see you next time. They talking all the day. Hop on the top rope. About the land with his elbow. Got him now. Put him down right now. Hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band. Y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman. It's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man. Man, I hate my ball. Shut the Vince McMahon. It ain't shake the land. Off the cell. Fans love it. Ain't hard to tell. Talking madness. Awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man. Y'all off the smell.